0: In the winter.
1: Hello and welcome to What We Do in the Winter. This is the thirty first episode in this series of podcasts from the Isles of Mull, Iona, Ulva, Gometra, and today Yorsa. I'm Alistair Satchel. I live outside of Dervig in the north of Mull, and I'll be your host today. In this episode I chat with Ian Thompson. As you'll hear, Ian's had a long association with the Isle of Mull, and now divides his time between the island here and Sweden. Ian has been involved in farming and the land since he was a young boy. Our conversation goes into some detail about his life and work, and, fascinatingly, the relationship between farmers and their dogs. We also talk about Ian's work as a singer-songwriter. Ian is perhaps better known as the Singing Shepherd. You're going to hear two pieces from Ian's album, Fields of Dreams, in this episode too. Halfway through, you'll hear the instrumentals, musician, and Alva Boatman. And then, rather than having me waffling on at the end of the episode, I'll leave you with Ian's song, Tostery. Thank you very much, Ian, for letting me use your music in this episode, and thank you for your time as well. At one point, Ian mentions John Sage. John is a former inhabitant of Mull, a musician, and former member of Capercaillie. When living on Mull, John wrote several songs about life here, including Four Stone Walls about affordable housing, a topic which is never far away from many of the podcast participants' stories. I'll put a link to it in the website. The website, what we do in the winter.com has links to the topics covered in our chat. I just want to take a moment to subliminally plant the idea of some lovely tasty lemon melts into your head before I hand you over to Ian. Also, I just want to wish Puffin Coffee over in Calhoun the very best for their adventures in the land of coffee shops. I look forward to trying your coffee soon. And thank you to Jane and the anonymous donor for your support this week. I greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, here's Ian Thompson.
2: Who are you? I'm Ian Thompson. I've been in Mal for a good number of years. I was born in Dundee and... I went, moved to Dumfries when I was one year old. My father, he was from a, a farm near Cooper Angus, mm. uh, just a small farm, but always got the feeling he was always interested to be a farmer. But I think his father just uh, was really, really gave him all the rotten jobs to do and uh, kind of put him off a bit. And with the war, um, Coming in, uh, he got the chance to go to St Andrews University if he came out as a teacher. And so wow. uh, my father was a, a physics teacher, um, quite well known. He was quite strict. Everybody was scared of him, but he he, <laughs> he could get the result. He was also a really good rugby player. He played for Scotland in 1949. Um, wow. Uh, so that, that was his claim to fame. But anyway, he, he he was a teacher. Um my mother was a at home mum. She was great. She was um she was from Dundee as well. She was um out in Kenya for in her younger years. She told me she was fluent in Swahili. She got a whooping um cough on the way back and she had to Stay in, in, in Scotland when her parents went back, so she was on her own for quite a number of years. I think it's had a big effect on her. She always talks about that. Um, yeah, but she's a wonderful woman. She's still alive today, she's 89. My, my father my uh, passed away a few years ago, he was quite a bit older. Mm-hmm. I had a really good childhood in Dumfries. We we had lived in a nice street, I had pals, and we used to. Uh, roller skating, and we all, well, all, all my pals, we all had a had the go kart each. Oh, fantastic! You know, the old pram, yeah, you don't get them nowadays. But
1: what was the best thing to make them out? Was it silver cross prams?
2: Just old prams, prams aye yeah, 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 and just the usual rope as a steering, and so weren't the cars then. So we yeah. were able to uh, go out in these go karts and and form wagon trains and play cowboys and Indians and all that kind of stuff. Fantastic! Um, yeah, it was good. I was at Dumfries Academy. It was a really good school. Um, yes. I was very interested in sport. I did a lot of swimming. Mm-hmm. I swam uh, competitively and uh, I did lots of sports, golf, tennis, right. rugby. Uh, and then man, when I got in my teens, I, I had the, uh, it must have just been maybe in the family that I had this farming side in me that, yeah. um I started going out to a, a farm. I, I cycled out at the weekends and spent my holidays on this farm.
1: What were you doing on the farm? Were you working with All sorts there? of
2: things. I, it was really good in those days because every farm, every farm made its own hay and it made its uh, turnips and they mm-hmm. had their own barley mm-hmm. and, and they made their own feed. <laughs> where uh, And they, they'd have uh, a few milk cows and they'd have... Uh, suckler cows and also uh, sheep, so it was everything really. So you
1: got a broad load of things to look
2: yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, uh, there was uh, four Jersey cows and they all had names and I used to milk them. And, uh, Do you remember their names? I uh, I remember Rosetti, Rosetta. That was one of them. It was well, they, they, they would have a calf, and the calves were really cute. The, yes. The Jersey calves. Gorgeous. And, and, and uh the big tongues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big tongues, that's right. And made butter and milk the, the cream and stuff. So did you make the butter yourself as well? I, I didn't actually make the butter, but I made, made the cream. I, I enjoyed that, and then I did quite a lot of tractor work, the, the old Fergies and things. and, and uh, Fantastic. And so I, I'd go... I'd spend the weekend ploughing and all that kind of stuff, and
1: what did that feel like? So what, were you were fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. In charge of a fergie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
2: must have been magic. It was great. I, I loved it, and uh, yeah. there was also in this place, the the there used to be other kids come out uh, in the summer to do the hay and stuff. There was a, an old dam, and we would go work at the hay, and then we would go swim in this this dam, and it was just like a swimming pool. like it was, uh, it, nice. was, it was great, great fun.
1: And the, the structure of the, the, the farm themselves was it a family that ran the farm Yes, yeah,
2: a family farm. And, and they took two guys working there. And it's just how it's changed so much. And that now that, that that wouldn't be economical and, and not even one, it wouldn't even support one guy. Uh, all the farms around that area were small family farms. Yeah. And there was quite a community. And I, I, I used to, <laughs> I remember. Uh, I started playing the guitar when I was about fifteen, and and uh, I was writing all the Corrie stuff and that. Yes, and and yeah. uh, the the farmer used to take me to uh, pub in Dunscore and there, there was a, a band there, and I used to get up and do a spot. And mm. I always remember this guy and the drums. He was called the Professor. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah. It was just there was some characters, but they're all they're all people working in the farms. Yeah. And, and then they would have barn dances. Uh, you go to the barn dance and I'd would, I would get them and do a spot. Fantastic. In the, in the break, you know. And, uh, um, what was the
1: atmosphere like at the barn dances? Well, they
2: really, were really wild.
1: Yeah. There'd <laughs> be
2: a got... few scraps <laughs> ah, sometimes, But no, they are really, really, really busy. But of course, the pubs then closed at 10. Yeah. So everybody went to the barn dances. Uh, and they're quite regular too.
1: How would you define the character of Dumfries and Galloway? It's two distinct things, obviously, but how? Uh,
2: it's it's got a very different feel to. It. I don't know what it is. It's it's quite a mild climate and it's very green, uh, rolling, and you've got the solway. Yeah, uh, and you've got well, we've got these kind of beaches, but the the there's the, 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 lots of small family farms, but uh, it's that's changed a lot now. It's very much it's kind of like Mull has changed yeah. um, in that. It's they've all become the, the the farms have been the house the hut and the steadings have been bought up for for, for retiring and yeah. and, and uh, so it's lost possible lost a lot of that character I loved when I was younger. Um but it's it's difficult to pinpoint. It's it's just very it's it's not a hostile environment. It's very kind of uh, e- easy, easy on. We um, got the Galloway Hills and that. I, I, I spent a lot of time walking in the Galway.
1: Are they covered with broom as well?
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, well the hills
3: no, I wouldn't say that. No,
2: no. Uh, a lot of trees, maybe now, but mm. uh, they're very uh, rolling kind of hills. Um,
1: and is that where your mum is still?
2: She's in Dumfries still, eh? Still on the same street as I've brought up in now.
1: Really? In the same house as well?
2: No, it was different, different house, but, uh, yeah. Gosh.
1: How does she feel about it? She obviously is very
2: settled there. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's, she's it's, it's her home. My, my sister moved down to N- Nottingham uh, for the grandkids and we, we tried my mother in a home in Nottingham and it just wasn't working. She just yeah. wanted to go back. Yeah. And, and she said, they're all English down here. <laughs> well. <laughs> no. She was just the way she said it. was quite funny. But no, she's back back in Dumfries and um, she's doing doing fine. She's, she's, a, she's still very good in the head.
1: Fantastic. Uh, yeah. 89, that's very
2: impressive. Yeah. What were the family doing in Kenya? Uh, my th- grandfather was uh, uh, in charge of my m- mechanics. Uh, uh, so I, I was some. It was to do with the the call the call, uh, the, the, uh, the empire. Uh, yeah, the empire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <The> empire. <laughs> yeah. striking back. Yeah, the,
1: yeah. And uh, for your dad, Angus uh, area, was that was that a draw to your dad as a, as he grew older as well? Did he want to go back there at all? And-
2: uh, not really. We, we we used to go up to see my. My grandparents. Uh, I, I remember when they still had the farm, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was only about fifty acres. But mm-hmm. uh, and I remember the old old Fergus, and that was the prime to get a, to go in the go in the trailer with a tractor. You know? oh,
1: yeah. Fantastic, yeah, yeah. So.
2: yeah but are vague memories of the, the farm, and um, I remember the house was freezing, like in the mm-hmm. in the winter, and. Um, i have just had vague memories. I Remember when my mum and the high heels went through the floor? <laughs> it was just uh, yeah, vague memories of the, <laughs> the old, the old uh, kitchen and that, and my gran and granny. Uh, she was she talked to herself all the time. <laughs> it was like the gossip column, you know. She just uh, blathering away. Oh, so she said this and I said that. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah.
1: So. You went to good school in Dumfries. Where did you go after that? Did you go straight onto the farm? Did you go...
2: No, I went to... Uh, you know, those days, it was, you always had this pressure to go, uh, go, go and get you know, university. Yeah. So I went, So I went to Edinburgh and did agriculture. Oh, I did a, a degree in agriculture.
1: How did that feel, having worked since a young man uh, on the farm? How did that feel doing a degree in it? Did, it? did it tally up or did it seem unrealistic to you or was it useful?
2: I, I found it enjoyed the experience of, and I met so many different people from doing all kinds of of courses and I got a lot out of that and a lot of fun. But I found the course was... I, I'd struggled with the course and it was very... It was very scientific and yeah. um, I, I would have actually... In many ways, I would rather have done a, maybe a lower thing, an HND or something, which yeah. was much more practical. Yeah. I think I'd enjoyed it and I'd got more out of it. But... Uh, it was it was all it was always that wee bit pressure to go to the next stage. But, yeah. Um if I've if I had a I would change that if I if I went back in life I would That's one thing yeah. maybe do a um would have done a, a more practical course and then maybe travelled a bit more. I so yeah. How did you enjoy
1: student life in Edinburgh?
2: I enjoyed that, yeah. That was the, the early eighties social uh, late seventies, seventy six, through to 80, yeah,
1: yeah. Gosh. So, what was the social life, life in Edinburgh, From coming from Dumfries, fairly small town at that um, time, through to.
2: It, it was good. The uh, Rose, Pe- Rose Street pub crawl was. <laughs> yes, we've all been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I enjoyed it. I went to uh, Paul Hall's Call's first two years and then moved out to Bush House for a year, which was part of the university. It was agriculture. Right. and all the farms were round about but I should I enjoy, enjoy enjoyed that more because I was uh, near the farming side and sometimes where I, I, yeah. I, I helped on the farms at weekends and stuff and then uh, the, the last year I was in uh, just a, this uh, behind this big kind of mansion house they had a servant's quarters and stayed there, it was absolutely freezing I don't think I've ever been so cold in my life but I remember going, going down in the... the, the to get a cup of tea and the the, the kettle was just ice.
1: <laughs> was there uh, much opportunity to do music and things like that when you're at university as well?
2: Um I uh, more uh, playing and playing uh, I, I, I quite often uh, it was in a room somewhere and, and just have a sing song did a lot of a lot of that yeah, yeah. and then uh, Went to there was a Flotterson pub near where Bush there. I, I used to go down there and, and take the guitar, and, and it, was, it was it started getting regulars coming in, and it was just a, a, a sing song and we'll go until about, then we'll possibly end up going back to a house till four or five in the morning. <laughs> I don't think you could do that now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know, good, good tunes.
2: It was good, it was a good bit because I think it was good for my voice because there it, it was no amplification and I just uh, but it was good fun yeah. and was it at that
1: point that you were starting to think hmm, I'd like to do a little bit more of this or?
2: Um, yeah it's uh, I think uh, I never really thought about doing it really professionally and just uh, it was a it was a wee while later on in life since maybe I started to kind of write stuff although yeah yeah yeah. 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 Um, well, I remember um uh, I was a great Corrie's fan yes. and uh, the, the farmer that I, that I went out when I was a young he, he, he we went to see the Corrie's and he, oh. he he took a fiddle case with him and we went up at the half time we went up into the backstage <laughs> and he went in and said uh, can I have an addition, and they just looked and they said, "Oh no!" And then he opened the violin case and had a bottle of whiskey and oh, four glasses, so we ended up having a right good crack. That's fantastic. <laughs> so uh, they were uh, kind of my heroes at that time, but yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I never really thought of doing anything professionally like that. I just enjoyed, love playing. Uh, so
1: come on to music again in a moment or two, but. What do you think it is about farming and the land that's chimed with you so much? Obviously, it's in the family, but why do you think that's... What is it about working with animals and land that, that, that matters to you? Why why have you chosen to do this so much?
2: I don't know. It's just... Uh, um, I think uh, it's just a feeling of satisfaction and... and um, I have just been in touch with the, the with uh, nature and and I just love the physical work as well. Just um, been out and going out in a clear morning and just that peace and and eat. I, I'm quite happy to work away myself too. I, yeah. I, I'm quite a, quite good at being in my own and and um, I enjoy the physical hard work um, and yeah. the challenges with it as well yeah. and just just. Uh, the, 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 the different c- uh, scenery and and, and the, the the lovely effects you get in the morning and and going out and alarming and and seeing new life being born it's it's um renewal yeah yeah
3: yeah
1: so you go to Edinburgh university where
2: where did you go after uni what did you do um well i i, I ended up getting married actually right okay <laughs> you young aye. I won't go into details but anyway um I had, uh, had had uh, had Sandy my my son yeah. um he was born 3 months premature <gasps> during, during my final exams as well oh gosh I know it was, it was oh, quite, quite interesting no. but he was uh, 2 pounds basically yeah. weight, and uh, he was in uh, he was in hospital for quite a long time. Yeah, oh gosh,
1: yeah. that must have been so stressful on so many levels.
2: Aye, aye, it was. I, uh, but he's he's turned into a fine, fine chap now. He's doing doing good. What age is he? He's uh, thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. He's got two two kids. Oh, brilliant! Uh, yeah, so I got a job near Dollar for uh, a shepherd. It was a hill place and it was still we didn't have four wheel bikes next it, so it was all walking. Um and I was there for two and a half years. In the Oakhals are Yeah, the Oakals yeah. oh, lovely. It was. I really it was I an love interesting that part of the country. That's yeah. so beautiful. It was a good uh, good start. I was always <laughs> Intermediate like, Hills. <laughs> I I'd been I'd been uh been in a walking Trip with a school and down the Lake District, and I'd seen. We're sitting down there. I saw this shepherd working his dogs away up in the in the fells, and I was yeah. just totally fascinated by it. And I thought I would really like to do that. And yeah. So uh, the the was a good. I, I bought, I bought a trained dog, uh, Fly, and an untrained one called Jill, mm-hmm. and another one called Chris, and. Uh, I had to use the train when I started to to, to teach the other what because it was new to me I'd never yeah. worked a dog and and so because we're out in the hill every day I used to at topping time when the the when the tops went out we'd go out the hill every day and and, and basically gather the hill up and to different make sure that the tups were with them yeah. uh, and it was great for fantastic for uh, just bringing on a young dog so and then I bred off Chris. Uh, this this dog, Chris was, she was uh, an incredible thing happened. Uh, m- my wife at the time, would come to the house and and we we'd gone out and everything was a mess of clothes everywhere and that. And we came back and she had literally separated everything up, and uh, and put put the clothes in separate shelves, and stacked in like I've never seen anything like it. She must have done it by smell, but she tidied the whole room up. For goodness' sake! Aye, <laughs> well, oh Chris, yeah, that's amazing. And I, I, I bred. Uh, she was herding your clothes. Yeah, she, 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 she separated them into the tidied the room. Uh, it was, it was bizarre. And and in the the shelf that were just literally pushed. everyone was pushed in, and it was all your own oh, stuff. And
1: so clever,
2: very clever, aye. Right? But she, she, I bred off her, and, and she b- b- was possibly the best dog I ever had. With a dog called Vic. He turned into a, 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 an amazing dog. So I, I gradually started building build up dogs and I started doing dog trials and, and started being really successful at dog trials actually. Um,
1: what is the relationship between a shepherd or a farmer and their dog? What What is it that defines that relationship?
2: It's very special in its own way in that you, you often, you, you possibly spend more time than you do anybody else with them. They, um, have a kind of faithfulness. They kind of that look they give you with their eyes. It's they do on you, and and they'll they do anything for you. Really, um, they'll draw. They'll work till they drop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I, the, it's it's a, it's a lovely relationship. It's very special. I can't. Um, I sometimes look on it now, and I, I miss it a wee bit. But I think it was more special. I was lucky in some ways at Dollar before the, all the four wheel bikes came, because you you were actually out there walking with them, and you know you stop and and have a have a break when you're walking, and and just look at the view, and the dogs are there with you, and and they're all part of it. And uh, I I think um, I'm very lucky to have experienced. Mm. Uh, shepherding when it was still, still dog and stick and and the way it, it used to be done, yeah.
1: Yeah. very ancient as well. Aye, Aye. they're still the, the
2: hefting and and um, we we of them more, uh, whereas now it's it's uh, you you rattle around on a bike. You do a lot with the bike we we yeah. where you used to do with a dog when you're on a hill. You 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 couldn't walk. the so dogs would go out. Eight hundred meters and, and and do stuff. You you had to use the dogs more basically, because uh, you obviously now you take a bike and, and go straight to the scene, whereas you, yeah. you use the dogs all the time. Yeah.
1: What is it that makes a good sheepdog? What what is it? Obedience, but also independence. What, what?
2: I, I like I like to see independence. Um, the breeding, uh, it's good to get the right breeding i think that's they have that natural instinct to to gather to you um and to bring them bring the sheep to you and if you've got that natural side you can work work around it and i, and I always liked a dog with a, a bit of power um that, you know that they can turn sheep without mm-hmm. with, with they have it's a kind of balance they have with a force of will the, the eye yeah. and uh, if they have too much of that, they get stuck. But it's just that kind of balance where they can turn the sheep in a forceful way without actually, uh, oh, actually biting the yeah. sheep. Uh, so. Talking
1: of which, here's Ripley or yeah. Spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Must have heard the
2: dog. Yeah. Hello, pal.
1: Right, you going through. You go see. Where's Georgia? Good girl. And you go. go Thanks. <laughs> <That> perfect timing.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. It, I. Uh, what I do love is that of all the farmers we know you know their dogs as well uh-huh. and it's just brilliant like you know uh, Somerset with Nige <laughs> Nige well, I love
2: that uh, Nige is brilliant Nige, yeah. and, Nige was uh, out in the horse
1: so actually <laughs> Oh no I'm, I'm fascinated by that because you know we've got our dogs are our pals in the house and you can tell they do have a strong instinct yeah <laughs> yeah. Know, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. amazing creatures so you were in uh, Dollar Yeah. way are we staying in Dollar itself? We're we staying. Yes,
2: yeah, stayed at Dollar. Um, mm. I was there about two and a half years, and then moved to near Leadburn. Uh, it's, it's sort of between Penicuik and Peebles. It's up oh, in right. the high, but there, yeah, 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 yeah. it's 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 very high. It's, yeah. it's you go. It's when you're going towards Peebles, you go over kind of t- top bit, and it was it was up about a thousand feet, and um, it was a, a kind of uh, had. It was a good place because it had uh, it had all the suckler cows, and I was there as a shepherd to look after mostly Cheviots and cross sheep. Okay. But they also had uh, black faces and and the bred tops and stuff, and so it was a great great education for me that one because there was two brothers and they two real characters like yeah. uh, Coburns. The the sale time was always good because they they would sell. Uh, Cross ewe lambs, Cheviot ewe lambs, black ewe lambs, uh, Cheviot tups, and uh, black face tups. So it was all, we um, dressed everything before they went to the sale. And they were, they, the two old boys were very sociable, and uh, uh, it was that was the big day out for the sale. Yeah. And uh, it, we were always last to leave the bar. They always stopped in, in a leaving for an ice cream. That was oh, that was fantastic. the day, <laughs> yeah. but they were they were they were great. Cav, uh, great memories of that, and the, the, the top sales and the, just the social. Uh, right. The, the, all the different sheep characters, the sheep men, and that. The great characters. What was it that Martin made those days so special? What were the characters? What 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 was The atmosphere like? Just very earthy, down to earth people. Aye, yeah. just. Uh, and brilliant sense of humor, aye. and it, it's just a straightforward says you can't. It's 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 like I don't know. It's it, there's still there's still quite a few of them about, uh, but um, there was something about the the older generation. <laughs> it was just it's the same in Mull here. It was yeah. amazing characters. Yeah. Who
1: were who were the farmers and uh, shepherds when you arrived here originally? Who
2: oh, that was quite it was. Bert was here, wasn't he? Bert was here, there uh there was uh, there was all uh the de Gaulle and Oh yeah uh, um there was um I try to remember all their names. It was old David Goldbraith, there was Oh yeah um yeah. John Angus. Who was John Angus? Yeah, uh, he was down at Gorston. Right. But the trial the, the the sheepdog trial was always good because it, um the best place to be was up at the the, the the pen putting the sheep out. Okay. Because uh, uh, they would have um, all the old characters were up there, and they were. Uh, poor old David Galbraith used to get, they used to get him totally wound up. Oh. Uh, uh, just the, the stories and that. And then the, the would, they would, there was Donkey Doe at the other end. Um, he he had his handkerchief and he, he always came out and <laughs> <like, laughs> didn't <he? laughs> the handkerchief to let the sheep out. But the stories were just brilliant. Um, Are there any that come to mind straight away? Oh, I can't, I can't remember. They're just, just so uh, many. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was just uh, there were near, nearly, old, nearly, well, uh, nearly, nearly. what's was second name? It was just a, it was a crowd of them, and I, I, I used to, I used to go up and help put the sheep out for the wee well. Uh but uh, yeah, it was good fun.
1: <laughs> so you've by the time you're over People's Way do you have another son as well?
2: Brett was had he was born um when I was at Kingside and uh, my wife Jill she she had quite a, a, a she was she's she, a she's a vet actually, um mm-hmm. and um it was very difficult time and that she, she she was pregnant and um she's one of the first that people who actually found out that anzotic abortion and sh- sheep can affect humans really because she did a oh, c- she did a cesarean on on a u and uh when she was pregnant and and, and place i was at and uh, uh she got really really ill and lost a child but um it was and it uh, interesting in the fact that they did a lot of research on this and that's why they say don't go near yeah. sheep if you're pregnant. Yeah. Um lambing time. So You've uh, maybe saved a lot of lives. Yes. Yes. It. But uh, she almost lost hers in the case. Very um, it was quite stressful, yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially after having had a premature baby as
2: well. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 So at what point did you come to Mull? Came to Mull in eighty six. Okay. Um it was uh uh, manager's job at Killy Cronin right, yeah okay. so I came to take that on I did it for five years working as a manager and then I, I kind of took it on my own for, for another five years right okay um, how was that? I loved it it was quite it was very demanding yeah uh, I, I wouldn't like to do it now I, um, I was young and fit then and I had had a th- 500 hill using and 500 and buy sheep and 60 cows to look after. That's a lot. Yeah. I was just myself. Uh, God, so, in the past, Kelly Cronin would have sustained a whole load of people. And- yeah, one time it was a, hit, a load of folk there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just on your. It was I just was just like, myself, yeah. Yeah. And uh, did all the calving. I, I got a lammer in at lambing time for three, three or four weeks. And then, but other than that, I did it myself, yeah. What were the particular challenges of it? I mean, obviously the whole lot sounds ridiculous. Um, to hear, but. Challenges. The challenges. The win. The winter was. There was a lot of feeding, uh, and uh, the height of feeding, we, we could be five or six hours a day feeding. Yeah. Uh, the the weather and and just getting getting through the. When lambing came, it was like a new start. You kind of yeah. You, you, it was you're all gorgeous because lambs were being born, but the the the, the endless feeding and and all weathers during the winter and mud and they they the really could get to you after a while. I uh, that could be quite hard. I did most of the gathering myself. Of uh, had really really good dogs. Occasionally got help in the summer. The summer was more difficult to gather because of bracken and that, but.
1: What size uh, is this
2: in? Yeah, it was at that time it was five thousand acres yeah. it's big mm-hmm. like on your own that's yeah, it was a lot a lot, of, a lot of fields, so there was a lot of in by sheep and they were a lot of work so they had a lot of twins and, oh, right, and yeah and the uh, you you were summer you we were you were looking after these lambs uh, dozing and make sure everyone was right so and then carving carving was hard on your own because uh, it was alright when things went well but quite often you have to just get a cow in on my own and cover, you know um, and Occasionally, you'd uh, cow down, and uh, you know you, you lift way. them up every day, and this sort of yeah. thing. But No the knock uh, were great neighbours. They, they helped me out quite a lot, and a few, quite a few times where I was struggling, yeah. uh, they, they came, gave me a hand. They were great, great. Neighbors. I never got I never got to know Lucky at all. What was what was Lachie Knock like? Uh, uh, Lucky Senior. Yeah, I... He was amazing, amazing man, uh, incredible knowledge of history of the area. Yeah. I could just listen for ages. And Chrissy was lovely. She was you you always she always made you feel at home. Uh first my best happy memories is someone coming in their kitchen, the old kitchen they had and just everybody was round and and <laughs> if you didn't eat you got <laughs> food forced at you like but shoot yeah. um she was always watching to make sure you ate, you know. That's brilliant. Yeah, but it was, uh, I'll never forget those days actually, yeah, at Nock. <laughs>
1: you left the island to do lorry driving as well. Yeah, yeah. How how did you come to be a lorry driver?
2: <laughs> well, I went through a bad spell, basically. But then, the, um, really when okay. I was at and kind of like I took it on my, myself for a while, and uh, I just took on too much. And uh, I, I saw the potential for uh, meat in the island. And yeah. uh, so I started producing lamb for... Um, for hotels and things uh, and uh, pigs i got a lot right. pigs uh and i would I'd, I'd get 10 pigs and and fatten them up but the the i i started lambing early uh, so i got early lambs and it was really difficult with the, the slaughterhouse then and it was very difficult to get stuff in when you wanted and, mm. and at the time job came up for the slaughterhouse so I, I took that on right okay. and uh, it's a fatal but, of job. course I had to kill everybody <laughs> I had to do everything else as well it was mm. so I was doing the slaughterhouse in the evening oh. and I was cutting up my own meat yeah. uh, and sometimes uh, three four in the morning it was it was many a time I, I came back and fell asleep in the pickup and yeah. woke up at six in the morning and went back out again. Uh, and I just ran myself totally down, uh, and I did my bad. It just—it was just a bad time, and it got to a point. I just, um, I, I burnt myself out basically, and this, this farm started going downhill, and uh, I, I, I decided to make a break of it, and uh, I got into a stupid, uh, crazy thing. I got started doing a thing called armway, and uh, oh yes. <laughs>
1: That's ridiculous! What were you
2: doing Amway for? I know, I know. On top of all that, uh, Avon calling. I, know, I think it was just desperate. I was just uh-huh. looking for something, so I uh, I, went, I went away and and uh, ended up down in Glasgow and as right. um, like I, I, I split up from my wife as well. It was just yeah. a bad time and. Yeah. and um, I, I'd done an HTV, well, along with Ian Monroe, which was... Oh, yes. Yeah, an old jalopy thing that... Just, I, I think it must have been an antique, but <laughs> it, it was... Anyway, that was... Uh,
1: I, I had How it, was it working with Ian Munro? That was great yeah. fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going laugh a minute. <laughs> the old cigar was out. Oh, yeah. For goodness sake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we had this, this lorry, and we're always breaking down everywhere. It's just... <laughs> crazy. Anyway I had the HTV and I thought i um so I ended up driving trucks and I I I I seem to get in all sorts of scrapes at that as well because you go down to Glasgow and that and um you're kinda like the uh, kind of almost like a, a, a sort of Scottish Crocodile Dundee and <laughs> <laughs> the, They send you out in uh I got all the rotten the rotten jobs, I worked with agencies and I got all oh, okay. the, the really duff jobs, usually the bakery and allied bakeries oh, yeah, and yeah, they'd yeah, phone yeah. you at two in the morning and you'd go out there and get in this jalopy with a and fill up with bread and he'd send you away in all these different places to go the co-op and Cumnock and you get totally lost there's no sat-nav and <laughs> <laughs> you get to the you get to the shop with your bread and that, and there was, like, bread queues in Bosnia, they are all waiting oh, for you no. because you were about two or three hours late, and oh, it was, like, uh, it was horrendous.
1: <laughs> I don't envy
2: that job at all. Yeah, I did that for about seven years, and... Uh, Gosh, that's quite a long time. Aye. I, I was, uh, I was in, uh in, in Glasgow, in, <laughs> in Ridray of all places, uh-huh. pretty rough, and uh-huh. I had this, uh, Couple of guys above me were—I don't know—it was drugs, but it was at the end of the week. Yeah, they, they obviously got their money and they were totally sozzled, and, were, yeah. and of course, I was working at—I was working at nights mostly, or all hours in the morning, and they, they were totally sozzled, and you try to sleep, and mm. it was—it was interesting. Yeah, Glasgow—it was—it opened your mind a wee bit because you—you yeah. see another world and uh, see see how other people live. not easy for people eh? Uh,
1: one of the first songs that I ever heard by yourself was about driving,
2: about driving the trucks, or the Southern Line yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. so how did you come on to to start your recording and performing career as a musician then
2: Um, well when I was at, uh, I did it earlier than that, that, um, when I was on Mull, uh, I did two tapes, Uh, the first one was called To A Working Collie Mm. And that was nearly all my own stuff apart from two traditional. And then I did Singing Shepherd, which was yeah. again, that was uh, most of my own stuff. And a couple of so that I, I started there. I, I did it at Queenish with, with um, Richard. Richard, I... gosh, yeah. yeah. Then, then um, when I came back to Mull, uh, I did uh, a, a CD. Uh, called Long Road Home which yeah. was it was mostly covers but it was for bus tour I was doing quite a lot of bus tour work then uh, playing at bus tours uh, I, I was doing bus tours in the mainland I was from Mull uh, yeah. and then then I did the CD of my own stuff uh, it, was, it had the southern line on it but the, the trucking aye so.
1: where did you record that? Edinburgh uh, uh,
2: B, B&B Studios Um 'Cause I uh, had uh uh Mark, Mark Duff who I, mm-hmm. I still play with. He yeah. he he produced it and uh, well,
0: how did you meet Mark, first
2: of all? I knew his mother possibly first and <laughs> I, I went to a fiddle course and she was sitting next to me, uh, Gwen. And uh, then I met Mark odd Capper Kelly things. Because right. through through John Sesh, mm-hmm. yes,
1: yeah.
2: Then when I was in Fintry I had to say I thought I, I quite fancy taking the whistle up. And he he was doing a course, and so I, I went to that, and they got cracking with me, and he said asked him if he fancied coming on playing with us sometime. Fancy. So we did odd pub gigs and that, and then um, it's just kind of, well, I've just gone to from from there.
1: Just and how did you meet your bass player? The tall bass player from Tobermory that you have,
2: uh, Gordon. Like you yes. Right. How did you, How did you meet Gordon? Oh, Gordon. When I moved to Mull, just the music scene. Right. Yeah, but Gordon had a band, uh, and uh, we just met through social things locally, and, right. and and he was also involved with the fiddlers. I I went to the yeah. Mull Fiddlers. When yeah. The Mull Fiddlers was run by Hamish. Yes. And uh, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was unique. Uh, yeah. Um. So he 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 was involved with that as well, and uh, I, I, I've known Gordon a long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a great man. Yeah. Fantastic no, man. I've had a good laugh. A good laugh, so actually. Yeah, he's a
1: man you'd want to be on tour or have yeah. on tour with
2: you. Yeah, we've, we've been on tour a few times yeah. together. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, you come back to Mull. You have new family as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what were you doing for work?
2: Um, it was it, it was it was a funny. I had no intention of coming back to Mull but what, uh, when I was down in Fintry, um, uh, I, I I was staying on a farm. Uh, a farm. We, we were staying on a farm. Um, mm. I was still driving, but uh, you and the the farmer, yeah, uh, um, he, he had a, he asked me to look after pop 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 with the kids and that, mm. um, but, mm. <laughs> uh, and it ended up. Uh, I, I started helping him at lambing stuff and, and uh, doing work around the place. And then the neighbouring farmers started giving me work. And then I thought, I bought, I bought myself another a, a trained dog, Mark, and I had had Bart. And uh, uh, I, I advertised in the, the Scottish farmer uh, mm. for, for gathering and shearing and stuff. And, and who should, the only reply I got was Bert Leach. <laughs> fantastic so I ended up oh lovely yeah I ended up spending the the the, the summer at Bert's helping them and uh, then um, we actually we we moved out to Mull and stayed at Achlec and I I just started picking up self-employed work and I started fencing and and uh,
1: and that's been the mainstay of your work. And then Ro- uh, Rhoda went.
2: Rhoda was doing shearing, and she she moved away. Rhoda Monroe, <coughs> uh, and she asked me, "I took, I so I took that on her shearing, and uh, um, so I went to New Zealand to try and get better at shearing." And, wow. And I went a couple of times actually, and uh, it was quite. It was quite a. Experience I was, I think I was 47 when I went out, and they were all young guys, and they were 18, 19, 20, 21 year old and they were just, um, it was quite quite hard physically, it was hard going, but I, I did learn a lot. It was a good experience. So that that's how that came about. And you managed yourself for a long time. Aye. Ian Monroe I managed to cajole me into that. Right. 'Cause okay. 'cause Rhoda Rhoda had had sheep and the horse and when she moved Ian Ian kept looked after it and then yeah. he just he was in with all and got, uh, everything, um the gometra and stuff, he he had enough on his plate he asked me if I'd take it on. I thought why not? So no idea about boats or anything, but uh, <laughs> I took it on, I was about hundred and thirty lackeys or something. And uh, I remember the the, the the lambs weren't good that when I took them on and they, they, they only made about fifteen pounds when they sold them. Um but mm. he he came he helped me a lot. He um I bought I bought a boat, but we used his boat more. He, he came out with me and when Ian, we lost Ian um, yeah. I was suddenly, I had to do it all myself yeah. and it was a big it, it, it was a yeah I was quite quite scary with the boat and everything because I, I wasn't really that used to boats but um, oh, yeah. I just had to get on with it yes, indeed, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. So what is it about yourself? What's it like as a place? Is that somewhere I've never set foot on yet at
0: all?
2: It's um it's a good island, it's about uh, it's 95 hectares the sheep would do really well on it the most challenging thing about it was getting the weather and that to go out and getting the lambs off was always uh, it took me a while to get used to that because there were so many things you had to think about and, and I had one or two I'd made a, I had one time made a total mess of it and we ended up uh, rather than doing it a rising tide I, 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 I did it where the tide was passed and and we ended up grounding the boat. And um, Ian, we had to, <laughs> we, we had to abort it anyway, and and we 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 we, we got the tops away. And I remember, Ian dislocated his shoulder because uh, we we uh, kind of uh, it was just a, a nightmare a day. And I remember waiting for the tide to come in, and the wind was getting up and up, and we ended up going back. Uh, in really pretty rough weather, and uh, the 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 tops went back with the barge to uh, Inch Kenneth. Yeah. The we got the tops off. i always remember Ian had gone gone away with the fishing boat because the way we got got them off then was we had a fishing boat came in and yeah. we put them on the sheep to... A, a, a smaller boat and, and ferried it out to the fishing boat and then put them on the fishing boat so Ian, Ian had gone back with the fishing boat uh, to, to get his shoulder looked at and God. when I got back at about 9 o'clock at night or something and I went to see how Ian was and they were he was totally high in morphine and his family were there and I just remember I had I was totally soaking wet and mm. I had nothing to eat mm. and and uh, they gave me these really stiff drums, and I I just remember the hangover next day. Oh, I'm sure. It was just uh, it was yeah, but uh, the thing about getting the sheep sheep off is you needed to go on a rising tide, calm weather, and a squad of people, and uh, getting those all these things together, was really hard because you he, would maybe get the yeah. the tide tide good. Uh, calm weather, but the high tide was six or seven in, in the evening. So uh, it was. Um, a lot of coordinating. A lot of coordinating, co-ordinate, and you never knew what day. You just had to, just at the last minute, get a group yeah. of folk together. And, uh,
1: and what's it like as an island? How does it feel? Does it feel quite warm and welcoming? Does it feel quite harsh? How does it. Um, it's really exposed to it. Is.
2: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it was harsh. It's um it's a beautiful place to be. Um we 'cause uh all the days I've been out there have mostly been good days because you had to pick a, a yes. right day for the yeah, job totally and it, yeah. uh it's just beautiful looking over the uh the, the grieving Rocks yeah. and um there's no beaches there. it's all stony. Um and there's some some quite good cliffs. Um the sheep were I crossed the sheep with the cheviot and and um, started uh, I I started taking Ian and I used to quite often gather them ourselves and maybe have an extra person with us, but when when uh, after after Ian died, I was always looking for people and I usually enough people that we we the sheep started getting quite well trained. And, okay. And. Uh, they would just, you just go round the contour of the island, and then we would catch them and take them down to yeah. the pens, um, and they would only go one way. Really. Uh you would take them round, and if they went past a, a certain bit, you wouldn't be able to turn them back. Right. Okay. So, yeah. uh, I've seen us go round twice. <laughs> take take a lot round. Oh gosh. Um, I would no. I would. Uh, the, 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 I think. Uh, the other thing that I, I, I got out of it, especially when I started doing the boats now myself, is just that relationship with sea that fishermen must have all yeah. the time. It's yeah. that, that respect and massively um, so, yeah. Just how yeah you have to deal with it, and I was getting quite good in the boat at the end there, so getting quite able to.
1: And so you're now half the time here, half the time in Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Most of your work here is with fencing nowadays. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. What
2: What was the What's the Swedish connection? It goes back actually. Uh, met my partner in Sweden. I met her when I was it's uh, nineteen. Really. Uh, nineteen seventy eight. She was over on a, a exchange, for young farmers, and she was actually staying at a farm that I'd worked on in the summer, and uh, um, and and uh, we never. Uh, it happened yeah 34 years later just by sheer coincidence and so I've started going going out F- funny enough that they have uh, don't have a lot of sheep out there but they um they're really short of people to clip sheep and there's nobody in the area so I, I started doing bits of sheep shearing and stuff and it starts growing mm. uh, i see the potential now uh, in that Small holdings out there are really cheap and uh, really yeah. I could see the potential to to buy a place, you know I could possibly buy a place for sixty, seventy thousand with a house and land What? yeah. Certainly certainly ah. eighty thousand easily. Uh, so I'm just waiting for the right place. Yeah, yeah.
1: totally. Um, and how's your Swedish?
2: Into Dolig. Bra. Yeah. yeah. Bra new. Yeah, bra new. <laughs> Little bra, yeah. That is fab.
1: I think I'm I'm limited to Jo Vilhard for and that's about it. For yeah, tak, yeah,
2: yeah, a cool, yeah. Years ago, uh, I was working at Mjönschlift,
1: and we did a play in between Scots and Swedish ah. about uh, a wee moose through the kirk. I was looking for a house, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. and it got scalped. Yeah. And there was all these kind of cognate words across yeah. the languages. It was absolutely magic to do. Yeah. Great fun. It's a beautiful
2: country. Oh, up really, there's really I, nice. I, I, I never, I, I mean, I love Scotland and yeah, but I have to say um, that part of Sweden I go to. It's um, yeah, it's it's almost it's a wee bit. We've got the all sea and and islands yeah. and and. Uh, just water and lakes and mm. climate's lovely. I love yeah. the climate, yeah.
1: And uh, I'm very fond of Sweden. Just, i did, yeah, I'd go back. Yeah, yeah. people
2: go. are very straightforward as well. I don't I I can't really pinpoint what it is, but the, there's no uh ears or graces, that, uh, they're very straightforward and very calm, kind of just get on with things.
1: So that's, that's you between here and there. And then, so the family, where, where, where are your family these days?
2: Uh, all over. Well, uh, my, Sandy, my first son, he's uh, in Linlithgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was always very good at computers and he, he's involved in that. So it's way beyond me what he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's a, a bright cookie and he's, um, he's happy and he's doing great. And Brett, he's the oil rigs, an engineer. He's three weeks on, three weeks off. Deborah, my daughter, she's down south. She just moved down south. She's got a, a boyfriend, and she's she's a podiatrist, and she loves the rugby and and horses. So she was she was good in the fiddle too, but she's I'm hoping she'll pick pick the fiddle up again. Scott, he's out in China just now, so he's into drama and all the rest of it. And good on him. He's I was really ch- really chuffed with him having the courage to do something like the eighteen go out to China. Yeah. And, on his own, yeah. organise all themselves. Yeah. Uh, they're all they're all great kids, great kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and is there anything else that you want to, that you want to say in particular about your experience of
2: of Mull, the community, or is there anything that sticks out, Mull, um it's it's a kind of a mull has a magnetism it's hard to I can see me almost coming always coming back I I might not be maybe living here but I'll always come back it has a draw Um, I I have a kind of maybe a slight love-hate relationship with it I love it in so many ways in other ways I hate it yeah yeah, um, but it's hard to Hard to fathom it. It does. It's a magnetism to it. Uh, is it because it's home? Maybe that's where it is. It does feel, yeah. I, I've had a lot of wonderful experience here. at wouldn't miss for the world. Gathering sheep of my own and and on uh, a beautiful frosty day, and um, above Killamore and and Kellan, and uh, just just looking over Loch na and over to Benmore, and 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 dogs are working away, and and just that. It's beautiful. You can't, you can't, you can't really put a, you can't really describe it unless you've done it. It's, uh, the the challenge is worse, so, and just the feeling of satisfaction when you'd actually done what you were out to do. It was always <laughs> a, a drama to get the thing done, but you felt good when you actually got the lambs off and sold them. And it, it's not going to make you a, a, a millionaire or anything but it's 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 worth more than that. <laughs> What can you see?
0: (laughs) Raven stands within our times, too. Drafted stones like broken in your room. Are you cold and gray within these walls of stay? So and silent, it's so. Look out, or look to her When Craig is tangible Ocean steeped in mystery Keep the secrets Keep that, you that you hold Where are your children? Are they scattered far and wide? Driven off to and shore So far Crops were sown Strangles and smothers Where oceans steeped in mystery keep the secrets that you hold. Where are your children? Are they scattered far and wide? Driven off to far and so far from you.